Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We are back from a short break, thank you for staying with us. And special thanks to our Patreon supporters, including Dick Warner, who recently joined our group of top supporters. All of you make this project possible. If you haven't subscribed to our Patreon but would like to support us, you can do so by following the link in the description to this episode. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 523 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that Russia attacked the city of Kriverich with two Iskander missiles hitting residential building. At least six people were killed, including a 10-year-old child and her mother. 68 people were injured, dozens were in hospital, some of them in serious condition. I thank everyone who is fighting for people's lives. The rescue operation was difficult, parts of the building structure were falling, said the president. He also informed that Russian forces shelled Kherson with artillery, killing a police officer and wounding nine other people, including a child. He stressed that such terrorist acts prove again and again that for the safety of Ukrainian cities, for the protection of the normal life of Ukrainians, the military must have enough long-range weapons, enough means to defeat terrorists. Zelensky believes that the world sanctions pressure against Russia deserve a significant increase. He pointed out that the investigations by journalists about how Russia circumvents global sanctions and obtains critical components for weapons production. We must act together, significantly strengthen sanctions for terror, significantly limit the channels of delivery of critical components for missile production to Russia, said the president. Earlier, the investigation of the Russian non-governmental project Verstka showed that almost all sanctioned goods worth hundreds of millions of dollars continue to enter Russia, reports European Pravda. For example, journalists found out that only in the first half of 2023 Russia had imported sanctioned microchips produced in the West with a total value of more than 502 million US dollars. These components are used to produce missiles and other weapons. According to their conclusions, importing anything from anywhere in the world, from dual-use microchips to a turbojet engine or an Airbus, is now possible. And Western companies are involved in the schemes to circumvent sanctions through third countries. As noted, almost all Western electronics enter Russia through China and Hong Kong. Unidentified drones attacked the Russian capital Moscow this night, reports Ukrainform. One of them hit the Moscow City Business Center, where the Ministry of Economic Development of Russia is located on the 21st floor. According to the local authorities, several drones were shot down by air defense. The Russian Defense Ministry informed that there were three drones in total. They claimed that two unmanned aerial vehicles were destroyed by air defense and another drone was suppressed by means of radio-electronic warfare and fell. On the night of July 30th, a drone already hit the building of the Moscow City Business Center. The U.S. State Department confirmed that Kyiv and Washington will begin negotiations on the long-term security commitments declared at the NATO summit in Vilnius this week, reports European Pravda. According to Matthew Miller, State Department spokesman, talks will be a continuation of the statement of G7 on the sidelines of the last NATO summit in Vilnius, where the country stated that they will participate in negotiations with the government of Ukraine on multi-term commitments to Ukraine's security. 
He stressed that the United States considers long-term security obligations separately from the military assistance Washington provided and will continue to provide to Kyiv. We would really appreciate if you could rate us, ideally with 5 stars, in the apps where you are listening to this podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and others. This way more people would learn about the highlights from Ukraine and truth about Russia's invasion. Defense Intelligence of Ukraine informed that since early 2022, Russia has forcibly mobilized between 55 and 60,000 men into its army in Ukraine's temporarily occupied territories, reports Radio Liberty. According to the intelligence, the invaders catch people on the street, come to those small businesses that are still working and forcibly take people away, sending them to the front line without any training. The defense intelligence stressed that the only real chance to survive for those mobilized from the occupied territories is to surrender at the first opportunity. The Minister of Defense of Ukraine and the Turkish company Baykar Makina have agreed to build a repair and maintenance service center of unmanned aerial vehicles in Ukraine, reports Militarny. The Turkish Baykar company obtained from authorities the licenses necessary to manufacture Baykar TB2 and Akinji drones in Ukraine in June 2023. Next month, the construction of the Baykar plant in Ukraine has begun. Oleksiy Reznikov, Minister of Defense of Ukraine, stated earlier that the drones that would be produced at the plant will be equipped with Ukrainian-produced engines. The training center for Baikar operators of different categories will also be created. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We're a commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.